0: Hello there, your host, Gareth Lyons, just ducking in at the start of this episode to do a very quick air clear. It's been a long time since we were on the air, but sure, I was juggling a few things and yeah, let it slip. We've got a lot of podcasts to get through, so now I'm editing them in chronological order. Uh, So this one is from a long time ago with, uh, you know, Katie Lyons. You probably read it in the banner, you'll probably hear it later on, so sometimes i feel like oh i don't want to spoil it but no it's already spoiled anyway um our last episode went down a treat uh <laughs> you know, there was a few people coming up and talking to me a few people messaging us a lot of discussion um from everybody but the people who should be talking about it in the named studio uh i could go on but i don't want to drag any of that into this episode instead i want to start off the new year with a positive one and that's my discussion with katie lyons just shooting the breeze about animation her career um cartoon forum we get into that uh, we get into her job we, we get into you know um post-grad blues That's not like you're doing a post-grad degree but more as soon as you leave college oh the freaking shit that happens um so i'll First things first, we mentioned Patreon in this, (laughs) and in that time, I actually set up a Patreon page, I believe. Um, I don't know if it was around when we talked about this podcast, but either way, the Patreon exists, and I had it connected to an email that has just been dodgy since day one. I've lost a lot of uh contacts through it info at wearehackinc.com I probably mentioned it on previous episodes um, absolute pain in the arse if you want to get in touch with us get us on wearehackinc@gmail.com at gmail.com until I sort out this other stuff anyhow the notifications uh, were not arriving so even though we had a Patreon I kind of gave up checking it because there wasn't any activity on it and lo and behold started December um few people started throwing a few coins in and I did not notice. Um, so I'm so sorry for that. Uh, I want to thank everybody as I'm, you know, financially obligated to do now as a result of Patreon, but also to extra thank them because uh, for their patience and their patronage. So first up is, give me a second, should I should have had this open, I kind of did, but now it's gone first up is Michael Lyons thank you very much Michael Lyons that is my uncle Um, (laughs) uh, next after that Tom Moore yes that Tom Moore thank you Tom Moore that's crazy Um, uh, next one up after that Aiden Wall Aiden Wall thank you very much and then Kyle O like Kylo Ren no maybe they wouldn't appreciate it but they're thanked all the same and finally and lions my beloved mother so that is (laughs) two lions there and then two lions on the podcast that's four lions a great movie i'd highly recommend seeing that if you're wondering why my voice is so low and quiet it's because i'm recording this late at night uh, or early in the morning depending on your perspective i want to start off the new year ...by getting an episode up on Thursday... ...Thursday will be our day... ...I'm determined to make Thursday our day... ...we certainly have enough episodes to fill that quota... ...maybe not enough to put on the Patreon... ...but I think it's worth €2 Euro a month... ...or €5 Euro a month anyway... Um, ...I'll try and find some other goodies to put up there... ...on the Patreon... ...but the other thing that the Patreon helps uh, do... ...is to uh, allow us to... Uh, meet. It one day hopefully... ...dear God pay an editor so that uh we can get these out more regularly and i can focus on other things because i actually believe it or not have a lot going on in my own life um starting this year you might have seen murmurings of it if you follow me on social media um also might add that the reason i'm up at fucking 2am on a thursday is to edit this stupid podcast so Bit of money always w- that would it would just be such a relief. But anyway, you might have seen it on social media or um, whatever else. But um, I am starting up a studio with some amazing people. It's called My Aunt Sally Productions. The paperwork is processing. We've got a limited company. We're going for the frameworks, baby. We're shooting for the stars. So um, keep an eye on us there. Uh, Don't associate anything I say on this podcast that's negative with my Aunt Sally. Um, It's a bit of a different thing. I'm very excited to do it. And uh, yeah, Um, I'll see you in the future, hopefully, with projects to do with that. Um, On top of that, we also have another Hack Inc. Film Club coming up in February um I'll put the event page up soon enough, but it's going to be February sixth and it's going to be oof, It's going to be called <laughs> H asterisk CK. Now this is a very convoluted way. It'll make more sense as a visual joke, but uh given that it's so close to Valentine's Day or February, let's call it the month of L'Erve, uh, we're going to be doing films that are about mm, getting busy. That does not mean pornography um but there will be nudity in it so do not bring the bring children um this one is for the saucy uh, this is saucy films um so if anyone's prudish um uh, maybe don't come either i don't know maybe come anyway because it'll be a lot of fun i i got some i already have that list piling up and i'm very excited to show some of these so do come along to that, and uh, that's about that in so, guard, in so far in so far as housekeeping. Sorry, I'm very tired. It is late at night, like I said. All right. Now, what was the other thing I had in the notes? Yes. So, Katie and I mentioned scoring points, and that is a short that her and I worked on for Disney XD. Um, um, a short uh, for comedian Beck Hill. Um, who can have been seen recently on the Christmas Eve episode of the Jonathan Ross talk show, whatever the fuck. Anyway, she's an amazing comedian. Highly recommend looking her up. You probably already know her if you're familiar with um, whatever that festival is that um, Cartoon Saloon are kind of doing down in Kilkenny. Um, she did a little thing with them. Um, yeah, funny. She combines drawing and stand-up comedy. So what more could you ask for? Um, so yeah we made a short for Disney XD back in 2016 it was taken down um, because I don't know I guess the scheme's over maybe they're doing it again now it was for the Disney XD FC they were football themed shorts for the Euros but now uh, through the magic of I don't know rights and returning to people Scoring points is online and will be in the show notes below. I think Beck's uploaded to Facebook. Hopefully, I can upload it to my YouTube channel. Huh? Fingers crossed. That'll be like, you know, my Aunt Sally thing. It certainly has the logo at the end and, you know, has a lot of the same players. So I think it's fair game. Um, so, yeah, if you want to watch that, that's back online. Uh, you'll hear us talk about it later on. Uh, that's it, not much more to report, uh, more news when I have it, um, thanks very much to all the patrons again, again sorry for the mix up and uh, please donate generously if you can, if you can bring yourself and we'll organise some more amazing things, so that's that, um, talk to you very soon, get us on social media, we are hacking most things, except for the SoundCloud which is just Hack Inc. thank you and see you next Thursday, okay bye bye. FreeMusic.com Hello, and welcome to the Free Hack Inc. podcast. R.I.P. Jack Hitcher. Hira- H- 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 Shira- Jack Shurhack. This is Gareth Lyons, head CEO, or, you know, we don't have a, a hierarchical system. It's just, I'm a, I'm a CEO of Hack Incorporated. And joining me today is Katie Lyons, Katie, like Katie, <gasps> welcome to the hey show. Music.
1: How's it going? Um, yeah. I only realised just there that we're both lions. I know, and yeah. And I don't really explain the relation. but yeah. it's fun, fun little free music tidbit.
0: Um So Katie works for 16 South.
1: I do. I work in creative development in 16 South. It's free real. Even more exciting. I don't know. I mean, I know this is
0: like surprising, but we don't talk as much about jobs. Yeah, so that's true. I don't actually didn't true. actually know what your role was until yeah. this very moment.
1: Sometimes I don't know what my role is. Mm. I find it really hard to describe to people what I do because it's so different on a day-to-day basis, but uh I think creative development covers all of it.
0: That's crazy though. When did this like come about? Like cuz you so Let's backtrack a bit. Mm-hmm. The, you and I know each other from college. I think there was yes. a small bit of overlap where I was in my final year and you were in like your first or second.
1: I think it was actually even less. I think you might have been two years ahead. Okay. So I might have that wrong. Mm. Um, We graduated 2015.
0: Graduated 2013.
1: Yes, yeah, so two years. Nice. Whoa, nice.
0: So, yeah, and yeah. then we um you were doing your own thing mm-hmm. you i know this i'm just gonna go from memory okay <laughs> but i remember <laughs> that <do> you know? <laughs> um i remember that um around the same time when i was doing setting up like hackfest mm-hmm. that you were like doing little odd jobs yeah and that you were like one of the things that you did i know is that you painted that mm-hmm. box in <laughs> yep in Rat Mines.
1: <laughs> it's part of the Dublin Canvas Project. Yeah, gonna throw that in there. Um, yeah. So when we finished college, there was like this weird limbo where quite a lot of people actually either went straight into the industry or were very close to going mm. in. And I spent, I think, about a year working in retail, mm. thinking that I was never gonna get my big break. And um, yeah. And in that year, I kind of did a lot of little yeah um, bits and bobs so i w- i actually worked on the scoring points that was it i was just gonna you. bring that yeah, up yeah, because yeah, yeah. that yeah. happened
0: like about because i had first was, was 2014, I, yeah. Second one 2015 and then at the end of that year i was feeling like <laughs> like i literally i remember being in kayla's house and uh, kayla's my girlfriend and um i just remember thinking like i just just in absolute despair because I, mm-hmm. I just like yeah. i had done this like um very um thankless job bridge basically that made me feel miserable um. and I felt like like I was three years out and I wasn't getting any traction and I felt Mm -hmm. very depressed and Mm -hmm. I was just like what what is happening like what am I what am I what's happening at all and then Kayla um ended up uh, meeting a comedian well she knew comedian Beck Hill from um her time working in an Edinburgh box office for the Fringe and uh, Beck put out a call on Facebook basically saying hey does anyone uh, is there any animators out there and do you want to make a cartoon and so she was like oh my, my <laughs> boyfriend's an animator and then we I ended up meeting Beck and Beck was like okay so Disney XD have approached me about <laughs> this thing like would you be interested in doing the short and I was kind of terrified because I hadn't done anything like mm-hmm. that but I kind of just kept nodding along and then it ended up kind of transpiring and a, and it was great uh so yes. it was a, it was a short about like um and actually it's really funny because mm. i was doing this, doing this course there the last day where i was like teaching i think it was it was uh, poric was running a series of workshops down in kilkenny okay. Fagan yeah, Paper yeah. Panther. and he um asked me to come down and do pitching basically as in say okay. which i've had minimal experience <laughs> but like probably a pretty good success rate yeah. as far as it goes even though I haven't really done that much mm-hmm. you know um so and it was like okay well they were like teenagers so I didn't feel that so anyway, the point is they they were like you know asking me like oh would you like so you I guess because I was explaining hack they were kind of mm-hmm. of the impression like oh you wouldn't work for Disney or anything like that like, well, I, I've already <laughs> well <have."> actually yeah <laughs> and then they were like what and then, so I was like oh yeah I'll show you and then I tried to look it up no, it's they're gone. Not, they're gone. I
1: did the exact same thing yeah. the other day cuz I was I was telling someone that I was going to be on this podcast and mm. in my head I was trying to backtrack as to like where it went from being in college to being in a studio mm. and I was trying to remember everything that happened in between and I knew that scoring points that short was part of it and I was like, "Wow, I haven't seen that in ages." Mm. Went to look it up on YouTube and it's just it's, it's just gone. gone. Yeah. And
0: I was tempted to so yeah, I was tempted to uh, figure out what what happens with the rice to that because there's a whole kind of contract with mm. it where essentially mm-hmm. after about five or so, however many years, yeah, I think it reverts back to Beck and myself. Okay. And then I was contemplating, is there a way... We could talk to Disney and just be like, "Can <laughs> I post that to like Hack or whatever?" Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because are th- are yeah. they
1: all gone, or is it just all of them? Are gone. All of them, yeah. Because um, um, it was part of a series, but yeah, way, just for context. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: was a series of shorts for the Euros twenty sixteen. It would have been yeah 16. And um, yeah, I was just I was really out of my depth, and we just I just barely managed to get this thing in and over the line. But it was a great excuse to, like, do stuff with people that I mm. thought were great. So we ended up, like, working with um, um, Adam Kavner, Neve Brennan, Katie Lyons, Whoa. Jess Patterson. It was a real dream team. Oh, Rory Kerr. And then there uh, was somebody else in that mix. And I'm really dropping the ball I'm by not I'm to, remembering.
1: I'm trying to picture the room and who was in the room. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, and we yeah, we set up A4 and we were, like, yeah. doing it very, like lo-fi it's and quite
1: intense and, um, like yeah everyone just getting down and doing it
0: i really fucked up a lot of it but like that i um, nonsense. but you know there's little i could <laughs> have done to prevent that because i really didn't know what i was doing oh, but no it turned out great yeah.
1: like i w- showed so many people i remember afterwards mm. and they were so like i don't know not like amazed that mm. you could do something for disney that totally. would just be on youtube but it was yeah it was a very cool.
0: weird time to it was weird too like because the other thing that happened was with um I guess I was like an independent contractor for Disney At or something the same like that. Time, yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> so the automated system that they had you going through was also for their other independent contractors. So the logos wow. on it were like Pixar and Lucasfilm <laughs> and I was like, Fuck oh. it just and meant me. like Yeah. This Garrett is Lyons. me. So I was really wow. like, um Yeah. That was a real moment of being starstruck. Mm-hmm. Um But, and then it finished and I always feel at the end of like a project that there's a certain like grieving period where Mm -hmm. you're just like, oh God, like, Mm -hmm. like that was it. What have I done? I don't know what's going to happen. That wasn't, was that as good as it could have been? And what can I do in future? And you really want to get back on the saddle immediately, but a lot of times that isn't an option. I
1: think it's the slump as well from just having been working so intently and intensely on something. And then you just suddenly like what am i i have nothing to draw i have nothing to animate i have nothing to do yeah so
0: i think um was a producer of ours on ends meet who said Mm um um i'll name her ruth carter who said (laughs) it was like um she says like giving birth or something where it's like you go through this traumatic experience and then some for some reason at the end of it you're like well, i'll do that again that was (laughs) you just for some reason forget everything that happened to you it's just all there yeah so um so yeah that happened and then I think very shortly after that in the summer of 2016 was when you ended up moving to Belfast. No, it was actually no? it
1: was a wee bit after that because I Yeah, it was actually a year after that. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck. Or wait. Yeah, no 16. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm so, I'm so bad with dates. Mm. But I'm trying to work backwards cuz I did a summer it was actually it was the summer of 2016 I was actually over in Glasgow with um of course I remember now Yeah, yeah, yeah me and Dermot and a whole bunch of other cool people um it was this really amazing course that we did um it was animation centrifuge I think it was
0: was it david feist involved in? yeah
1: so um it was basically um a really small project with a really interesting group of people from scotland ireland and norway and it was kind of headed up by this guy fraser mclean who's unbelievably amazing and has written a book all about kind of um Mm. i think it's called setting the scene Mm. it's a every animation studio has it but it was partnered with sony pictures animation and we actually did a small project with david feis who you know is the creator of Cow Cow chicken and oh, it's um, not there. <laughs> i have a drawing of yeah. uh, chicken by him oh, on the stop. Thing, yeah. but it was really cool and i was i was there under a character designer position so we were actually being mentored by this guy justin k thompson
0: mm.
1: who was like a creative director on *Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and oh. really recently was involved in that Spider-Verse, Into the no Spider-Verse. Way. Yeah, so like it was, it was like we just kind of accidentally fell into it. Like you had to submit a portfolio and stuff to get in. Mm. So we did that for, I want to say it was like two months, two months of living in Glasgow and working on this short. Um, that like, it w- the only reason to make it was to kind of have this really impressive work piece mm. to show like what you can do and to hopefully kind of get people into the industry. And then I came back from that and immediately was um, was put into the um, animation skill net bridge program. Mm. So I was working in Salty Dog then in Dublin for like another two months. And then there was a break of a month and then I started working from home on Claude for Sixteen South. Oh, sweet! Yeah. So this everything happened quite quickly, and, and this is after a year of like not having yeah. much animation. And Claude is basically
0: like for anybody who doesn't know, is a kind ah, yeah. of like <laughs> digital, hand drawn looking type it's show about yeah. like a dog that goes to school. Yeah, it's
1: ba- It's based on a book series by yeah. this incredible illustrator Alex T. Smith, mm. and it's gorgeous. And he does everything in pencil. Um. So it's really like tactile and really textured. So, as like mostly an illustrator, I really enjoyed kind of getting into how detailed. Like I was doing backgrounds and props and stuff for that. Um. Okay. And then, so that was. <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> Where, was how were you
0: drawing those?
1: Digitally, so you, we're doing them digitally. We was had, it in like Photoshop? Yeah, in okay, in Photoshop right. we had um this really cool set of brushes that basically like emulated pencil
0: is it animated in cell action
1: it is yeah we we would do most of our shows in cell action okay um which is (laughs) (laughs) i've actually never animated in it but i i did get some rigging experience when we were doing Claude, and it's just it's very intense and like i i think anyone who knows it has had to do like a very special course or anything Mm. um to to get to grips with the software so it's not the most um Accessible, but when you do know it, there's like always jobs for it yeah, um, the user everything. interface
0: hasn't changed since like nineteen ninety five oh, really yeah. well, I mean as far as I could see, i mean it looks it it looks as far as those animation softwares go, it's definitely the least ergonomically or aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing, do you know what I mean
1: <laughs> it's yeah it's it's uh something else yeah <laughs> I don't know what else to say but, um, yeah but, but no, yeah. yeah, so I was in mostly in photoshop, which was which is grand.
0: How did you then transition into the role that you're in now?
1: Uh, completely by accident, mm. I think is is the right, right way to say it. Um, I worked on Claude for I don't know how it was a year at least, and then um, and then basically there was a project in development just as I was finished my Claude contract, um, and they just needed someone on it really quickly for development stuff which I did and then it just kind of snowballed into almost two years later okay and it's it's been a dream and it's so funny because like when you're in college I don't think you're ever told about jobs like this even existing Mm. um and it's kind of well
0: it's a real pipe dream and I think Ah, that you know I think that there's a there is a pessimism well at least when I think you and I were going through college maybe Mm. it's changed and I definitely think there's like a new management and IEDT mm. that has mm-hmm. like, I'm doing a course now at the moment out there for production management oh. for animation. brilliant. And, um, Mike it's, it's pretty good. Like I'm only there like two classes so far and I'm just like blown away by like yeah. the level of Ugh. knowledge and experience and, um, teaching and whatever. Excellent. Um, but anyhow, um, yeah. And I've been talking every now and again with the new guy. Who, I, I can't pronounce his last name, but Ronan, uh, god i can't get his last name but either way he he's um a real he's just very excited Mm. about stuff so anyway Mm -hmm. this is all to say when i was coming up the first time that there was kind of like i don't know like everything that you wanted to do if it was to be concept or anything like that that was purely aspirational what i'm just trying to say is that there's (laughs) like incredibly like talented focused individuals who be going through yeah. and um um I was I was basically saying somebody who comes in with like this wealth of experience and kind of talent do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it was never a kind of there was never a maybe I'm completely off base here but there's <laughs> never a thing that like if you didn't feel like you had that already um then it was like okay well you can just do like Scene prep, or what you know what I mean. There was like, yeah, I think it was yeah. very
1: focused on like you would do a specific job, yeah. Um, and I think our year was maybe one of the last years where everyone really tried to do their own project yeah. and you end up trying to do a variety of roles, which is quite cool because you get yeah, experience sure. then like, oh, I actually really don't like doing this yeah, yeah. or I probably need someone to help that me do this. That was not you know? our experience. <laughs> <laughs> we had like yeah. just
0: the one project and you were kind of like spinning all the plates uh-huh. and if any one of them fell, it was like, well, you fucked yeah. up, you know what I
1: mean? So I yeah. think it was really intense. I think now that they do, they do more... Group yeah for sure um correct me if i'm wrong but yeah our, and our year were like super hard working so yeah, like to were. know that it, like people were still stressed about it it yeah. just kind of shows that maybe that didn't really i was
0: trying to think of this, this person who's like extraordinary t- talented when they come in do you know what i mean yeah but that's no, not I, to I diminish people yeah, yeah. working over time who become better and better but mm-hmm. it was just like i did feel that in our years that there was this thing of like there are people who are destined to be your boss and you, <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like those are the people who are going to be creatively developing <laughs> and making things and you know you can kind of toil away in the other kind mm-hmm. of little roles but yeah. um you know it is funny to kind of have like a thing because like comparatively speaking you're not crazy far out of college to be in a role that's like creative development do you know what I mean yeah, I
1: think ish like what is it is it like four years now? yeah um yeah but like I said like it's completely accidental it's not something that I was well you're also very talented Katie oh my gosh um but it was it was just something that I really enjoyed doing anyway um Mm. but didn't realize that there was a role in a studio if that makes sense it it just combines it combines writing and reading and drawing and everything all together and it's just kind of an ideas job which is crazy cool I love it so much yeah
0: (laughs) And so anyway, what you're working on at the moment Mm. uh, is something I really wanted to talk about, Mm -hmm. um, which is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong with the title, but Super Snail?
1: It is. I have a pop socket here on the back of my phone.
0: Oh my God. I love that. I was seeing the merch (laughs) and it was kind of like, I'm very kind of like, as anybody can tell from this podcast, (laughs) like hate it because I ain't it type thing, you know, which is like, you look at all these (laughs) studios doing stuff and... um, I just feel, like, really bitter. I'm just kind of, like, looking at the shows and going, like, what? (laughs) So when Cartoon Forum, like, rolls around, some of these shows, I'll just be like, fuck, what is this? Mm. But that one, I was, I I really... Like, I know, and this is in all-earnesty, and you can, there are Facebook messages to act as receipts. Um, I was literally like, okay, I really can't help but enjoy this show. Because the look of it, the aesthetic is amazing. But it's, like there was there was one image that i saw where there's like a train dangling yeah and there's like a snail the snail is like crawling down and once i saw he left a little (laughs) fucking trail i was like yes i was this is so good so yeah it's the
1: best yeah so we're we're back from toulouse which is where cartoon forum was um i think we're back like two weeks now um i'm still still not recovered from how tiring it all was Mm. but it was properly amazing um but yeah, we were we were pitching Super Snail um, to a room full of people. And it was terrifying was and amazing and exciting. And it was absolutely... Was it your
0: first experience crazy. doing that, like pitching yeah. in front of a room? Well, yeah. what was your lead up to it? Did they give you like other projects they were developing or like... And how long have you been working on Super Snail? How long <laughs> has it been going?
1: Um, So I'm trying to think. I think... like proper pitching experience the last thing i probably pitched was probably in college okay which is like a long time ago yeah yeah so experience mm, not so much um but the whole lead up to it was that um about a year ago we um so with with claude um the claude book series um, we would have a good relationship with hashette who publish the books and every so often they would send us maybe um i don't know what do you call it? like pre preprints mm. of books that they're about to publish and we saw this book and it was a snail and you're like oh that's, that's kind of funny look at this mm. guy like he's this you know aspirational superhero character but like the whole thing is he doesn't really have any powers he's just mm. an everyday slug and and you know we we went back and forth with different ideas and kind of timing and stuff and one of the things our development team did was go to one of the waterstones up in belfast and we just spent like two or three days kind of having a look like what's out there what looks nice Mm. what ideas are floating around and we picked up a stack of books and actually three of them ended up being from this same person uh, ellie dolan and ellie as we've come to find out is an absolutely, like, deliciously crazy person. Mm. Like, she's just madness. And she, when we approached her about Super Snail, just kind of cracked open this massive sketchbook and was like, right, here we go. Nice. And she has the world, she has the characters, she has the backstories, the rivalries, like, everything that you'd ever need to make any story is right there. And we would kind of have been looking for something that would be seriesable yeah seriesable if that's a word um and that's how we came to kind of expand on super snail and Mm. just just timing wise it worked out perfectly to kind of get that ready for cartoon forum and to kind of show everybody yeah what it was about because um it's also our first time doing um an older show because generally we would if it's not preschool it'd be slightly so what's the age range so this one is six to nines
0: okay so it's like actually Captain Underpants a little yeah. bit
1: yeah and it's really fun because you can put in kind of like a few cheeky jokes which we yeah. would never have been able to do on our other shows um but yeah it was yeah that's kind of where 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 it all came from it's just from mm. from uh and sm- how much of week? it
0: is um and, and ellie is from where's she from
1: Ellie, Ellie is based. I think she's based in Cambridge. Okay, um, I just
0: thought Ellie Dolan. Maybe it was. Like I know, her, yeah,
1: I yeah. know. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no link, um, as far as I know. But she, she's amazing. I think she lectures in like children's illustration as well as writing and illustrating books. No but where we've kind of gone with Super Snail is just expanding on what she has already kind of written written about. So it's ever so slightly different, right. but that's just to make it. So that you know it you can create a series, a series yeah, yeah, from it. um Yeah.
0: And has she been <laughs> involved from like you know, as in, she involved in any capacity, like day to day type thing? Or is it like? Um,
1: we we've got a really good relationship with her. Um, when we were getting ready for Cartoon Forum, there was like one or two questions we had. Maybe like, mm. would this character, you know, do this or what kind of a costume would this character wear? Um. So it was really great. She came over actually to Belfast for one of the days, and we just kind of picked her brain a little bit. But um how much of her like brilliant. original
0: sketchbooks have you been using for this like artwork? Money? Um,
1: so I'm because I'm the development art department. Yeah. Um, I've been drawing everything, but we would we'd kind of reference. Yeah. Here and there, we're really trying to keep it true to her style and everything because it's just so funny. Yeah. Like it's just. So you've just brilliant. been drawn
0: like, do you have a team working, or is it like just you just drawing it's, these things?
1: Um, it's myself and Stephen and Colin, and Colin is the creative director of the whole of Sixteenth, mm. and Stephen Coulter is my like other partner in the development team. Basically, yeah. so he comes from a theater background and kind of is more behind the words and the writing okay, of cool. things. Um, and he's also like a fantastic producer. So. That's kind of his end. And then I'm more of the art development side That's and great. kind of contribute to ideas and stuff. So together we make up yeah. <laughs> the development team. And so <laughs> what, brilliant.
0: what would you have contributed then to the pitch that you then brought to, I mean, obviously made. <laughs> but what was like, was there like any animated footage with it or was it just? Yeah, we had, we had, okay. a, whole
1: ta- we had a whole trailer. Um, we So when you submit to Cartoon Forum, you submit um, a Bible um, a few images, and you have to submit a trailer as well. And the trailers are played in the morning, in kind of so they play the trailers for the day, the day ahead. Mm. And it's basically with the coffee and croissants in the morning to help people decide where they want to go. Yeah. So there's three rooms, and every I think it's every half hour there will be three different pitches on. Um. Um. So if there's maybe something you want to see that conflicts with something else people kind of divide and conquer and right. d- and do it that is way is it
0: like an edinburgh show where you're just like would you be like flyering or hustling to try and get people into your play? no not really
1: like uh, there's there was so many people there that the rooms were always packed okay. and i think especially like we went to most if not all of the irish pitches yeah because there was <laughs> loads of them this year and yeah. they were all brilliant and you see kind of the same faces i think the Irish gang were very good at kind of supporting and yeah and going to eat they're all good bitches. at those
0: type of events as well yeah. the hustle is good it's really you know?
1: good um but it, it's even interesting because it was my first time going to something like that to be able to see how it worked and kind of see what other people were working on it was like really cool because like you're sometimes in a bubble of, of totally just like this is what i'm doing and that's what i'm focused on and it's not that everything you were seeing was like competition, but it also kind of was, you know, you're vying for the same broadcaster interest and, you know, hopefully Mm. being picked up by someone. Um,
0: Yeah. We were kind of talking about that a little bit on the last podcast Uh, with um, the, oh my God, I'm not going (laughs) to, I like, I can just see their names written down. And like, every time I make a stab at pronouncing them, I'm just like, I can't, I can't. (laughs) I actually saw a take online where it's like, it's actually really offensive to say, I'm not going to make an attempt uh-huh. to pronounce that because it's <laughs> it's actually like, you're, you, you're not even going to... It's difficult. Yeah, but uh, it's like, yeah. I can't, <laughs> I'm sorry. But they were, they were saying, yeah, it's the same thing where you just go to a place and it's like, just the existence of other people working mm. on stuff and just mm-hmm. the kind of imagining them having the same enthusiasm about their project that you do about yeah. yours. That's it's good, this yeah. great kind of feeling, you, you know, oh, it's which... Yeah. such a buzz simultaneously yeah. inspiring but also like you know you're like okay well now i gotta up my game know. as well you yeah
1: know? i think especially because we've f- we pitched on the first day of cartoon forum um just after lunchtime so we were lucky in a way that we we weren't um I don't know what the word is, but we didn't go to too many pitches before our own one, so I, we weren't we had nothing to really compare it to, mm. or we weren't like too intimidated by it. Whereas we had some friends that were pitching something on the very last day, yeah, and you know you almost could see them nervous to go to other yeah, pitches, for sure. and then you kind of miss out then if you're not seeing what everyone else is doing. Um,
0: it's a lot of pressure as well because <laughs> yeah. like when things are closing <laughs> up, it's like, well, who's the fuck's going to come to this? Do you I, know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was, and it's really cool because you get um you get these lanyards with badges and the badges have some electronic thing in them that basically it clocks you in every time you go to a pitch Mm. and then at the end of a pitch you get um a sheet of paper that says like this is how many people were there these are all their names and where they're from so you get a big long list of um literally every person that was sitting in the room how, um, it intense.
0: <laughs> how long was so like you how much mm-hmm. preparation did you do beforehand like did you have like a a spiel and you're just like okay we're we're but bo- how many so i presume yeah. there it was like two or three of you on stage There was
1: three of us on stage yeah. there's a fantastic photo on instagram where i'm just waving it mm. looks like i'm i'm trying to wave down a taxi or something but it was just literally our intro um and we we kind of because we have been developing the idea for quite a while and we had the bible and we had all the artwork it was just a matter of i think in the in the week or so before we actually went over to cartoon form of just sitting down and being like okay what's the most important things to talk about what way what language can we use that everybody will 100 percent be able to understand mm. what we're talking about you also have a time limit
0: yeah what's the time limit yeah actually?
1: so um there is <laughs> these three red lights yeah. on the table mm. and there is a green light and an orange light and a red light. And you, I think it's, I think it's 17 minutes, 16 or 17 minutes yeah. and there's a moderator and the moderator will introduce you and that could be quite long or quite short. You're hoping it's just a two second mm. uh, dealio. Um, and then you just kind of launch into it. And we had we had um, k- we had slides behind us, and we would animated gifs, and we had cool. the trailer, obviously. Um, and then the three of us, we chose to stand out from behind the table, mm. and we had what we called Britney mics, Alright. but it was just mics from yeah, our yeah, ear yeah. to our our mouth which um which left your hands free then and we were all holding tablets holding hands <laughs> holding hands. Yeah. we were holding tablets with the slides on it yeah. just in case we kind of forgot our place or anything yeah. and yeah and that was it it was i think when you're finally on the stage it was a lot less intimidating but mm. it was the run-up to it that kind of yeah, for sure. left us a little bit ooh, ooh. but uh, no it ended up being yeah really really good yeah and
0: how many days were you there in total
1: we got over we got over on the monday and we left on the friday so it was kind of oh the okay Fridays, right right yeah um but yeah it was because we were on the tuesday we could kind of relax and kind of enjoy yeah. the rest the rest of the week if you know what i mean um which was really really nice
0: did you end up like you know because an important thing i guess is also going mm. out in the evenings and talking yes, to people
1: yes absolutely um we were we were doing the maths when we got back, and I think collectively, in the in the week, we probably got about twelve, thirteen hours sleep because you were mm. waking up at about eight to get out to get over to the pitches, yeah, and then you were going to bed at like half three, four in the morning mm. because it was dinners and dancing, and we found an underground jazz cocktail bar, yeah, yeah. that was that was frequently frequented very good yeah it was it was great crazy great
0: (laughs) and so what's the next step now that you've come back are you following up contacts or are you i mean obviously there's only certain things Mm, that you can say i know i'm (laughs) trying yeah
1: um yeah so just in a general way yeah so follow-ups um would be happening i guess Mm. um I, I. because it's like outside of my yeah department of things that i do uh i don't actually know It's a lot of waiting
0: then to kind of see if there's any bites or
1: it it, it is kind of just um you know seeing who's who's interested and kind of just lots and lots of conversations i think one thing i really learned from moving (laughs) from doing backgrounds up to Mm. development is the amount of time that it takes to actually get something made yeah the amount of time and the amount of like emails and meetings and just yeah just time because there's so many specifics to be worked out and like to have something get greenlit within a year is 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 you know kind of unheard of yeah for sure so you know it's always going to be a bit longer um and then it it just kind of makes it you know more more nerve-wracking when especially something like super snail i've been involved in it since the beginning yeah so you're really kind of like oh it's really keen to see how it oh yeah how it gets on yeah and, and
0: so are you continuing to do stuff for super snail or are you on to a new project now
1: um i'm kind of across i think at any given time i'm probably across five different projects or so mm. we yeah we development is is crazy and it's always changing and things are always being shuffled around and reprioritized um yeah so it's just kind of whatever needs doing next <laughs> is yeah. what i'll be doing um yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna be keeping an eye on Super Snail to hopefully see where that goes soon.
0: <laughs> um, so there's uh two things I wanted to ask you about, but um, mm. I d- one of them, I think one, I'm not sure what how much you know about the, or you'd be involved with the Kickstarter that yes. was on 16 South. Yes. Are you are you involved in that in any way, or is it like,
1: uh, ish? Yeah. As in, I'm in the studio where the yeah, Kickstarter uh, yeah. <laughs> was for, um. Yeah, so just a bit of context. There was um, a Kickstarter, I think a month ago we launched a Kickstarter to basically, it was more than anything, it was to raise awareness that we were making this project called Frankie and Doris. And the whole whole thing about Frankie and Doris is that it's going to be on YouTube, hopefully, and it's going to be quite current, up to date and like very different from general broadcasting shows mm. so um yeah it's just it's amazing that it's gotten funded now on the kickstarter is it a bit
0: more of a passion project would you say or is it like
1: yeah so i think it's it's one of the projects that has just been um i don't even know what the word is but it's it's been <laughs> mm. it's been what is the word It it's just it's so different that i don't think it's right. ever something that would have worked on no, no not that it wouldn't have worked but i think you would have had to change it quite a bit for it to have been picked up as a normal show Clearly. and the whole point of it is that it's the real life perspective of these two kids mm. frankie and daris who are anything but normal and like their that's personalities, the that's it coming out. The match that right you know, who are
0: anything but normal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear. Um, so yeah, and and the idea would be that it would be either an episode a week or two episodes a week, depending Classic. on depending yeah. on um, how you know we can get to grips with how it's made. But the um, yeah, it it would be kind of more current then you know you, yeah. can, you could talk about like real life things and stuff the kids are actually talking about in the moment mm. which i think is like quite important quite different um where but yeah no i'm really excited to see where it goes because it's it's so unique kind of compared to mm. the other things that we've been working on
0: where did the impetus for starting a, having a kickstarter for it come from like was this a mm. show that was pitched around before and then kind of it, like you're saying, like mm-hmm. it, to 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 make changes, you could do them, but it yeah. would ultimately compromise it. So what was the thinking, mm-hmm. especially for a studio that's kind of made like you made a show now mm-hmm. for Disney, and you made like yeah. these other things that it does seem. Yeah, um, I'm just very interested by yeah. it because it is something, particularly for a hack, which I've always been interested in, uh-huh. like. I have these shows, and you'd be pitching them around, and you want to make something with Irish people in them, but then you get told that you're not Irish enough for this, that, yeah. and the other. Yeah, and you wonder, is like, ridiculous. is there a way to let the public decide? Uh, so, I guess the questions I'd have is like, mm-hmm. how What were there a lot of challenges with the Kickstarter? And then also, like, um, yeah, what kind of precipitated setting up a Kickstarter, if you know these, I don't know. If yeah, you know. I,
1: I don't know if I'm 100% the person yeah. to be giving these answers, but I will tell you as much as I know, mm. which is that Frankie and Doris originally was pitched at Cartoon Forum, Okay, I think maybe like four or five years ago mm. and it was pitched and there was a lot of interest in it, but again it was broadcasters saying, hey we really like this show, we really like these characters, but yeah, could you change the grossness, could you change the language? Um oh is she Irish? Oh I yeah. don't I don't know if That's people if people me, would get know. that, you know, um we want it to be, you know, relatable on all these other levels. You know, and
0: just a small thing about like the accents is something that I really mm-hmm. want. Like I really want a wider breadth of Irish accents being depicted. you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But on top of that, like, you know, when something is successful then it always is like you think great. This is the door that opens it up, but actually yeah. it creates this literal point. Uh-huh. So you have something like Dairy Girls, and you're it like, "It just turns into great. a point of reference." Yeah, exactly. And I was
1: like, oh, it could be the the new version of yeah X Y Z. But and then like, it becomes
0: oh. like no, but then be, like Dairy Girls, the Dairy accent becomes kind of acceptable or something. Let's uh-huh. say. Well, I mean, I'm not saying this in it, but like I'm thinking about <laughs> yeah. like. Rather than you can it, it justifying you having a broad spectrum of Irish accents, it actually just narrow casts it, it just, so you're yeah, sitting on like, <laughs> it. Like this yeah. is what that's
1: supposed to sound yeah, like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, for sure.
0: But um uh, yeah, go on, sorry, I just to, Yeah, just no no
1: no but that but that's it. So so when they um so when we realised that like there was interest but you know in 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 doing no <laughs> wrong words. But mm. in 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 the way that interest, in the sense that they liked it but wanted to change it, which we didn't want to do. Yeah. So it just meant then, like, kind of looking at other avenues. And Frankie and Darius, it did sit on a shelf for a wee, a wee while because, th- you know, if if it's not on TV, where else is it going to go? Mm. And there was that big question mark above it um, before we kind of looked into hey what if it was a series on youtube and what if we did make it ourselves yeah um and then you've no broadcasters involved and you are the only voice behind how it's made um so that that was just kind of it i mean i'm probably not describing that perfectly yeah because like i said that was before i was even part of the studio sure but um seeing where it's going now like we did a really interesting kind of pre-development um activity where we actually went to a local primary school mm. in in belfast and we talked to the kids and like, hey like what, what are you guys into and most of them although they have tvs in the house they're watching youtube and they're watching yeah. youtube on their phones or on their tablets or on their laptops or whatever so you know the audience that you're trying to get at isn't even watching tv anymore yeah. so then it was like oh okay youtube what would that involve and part of that means you know we're gonna have to do a lot of the groundwork ourselves you know regards to like raising enough money to actually get the thing made Mm. um which is where the kickstarter comes in to kind of close gaps and help help things move along yeah see i was talking
0: maybe this is me talking a little bit behind the scenes but Mm. me and um i'm really I have like the new Combat Action Teens short and it's something I've worked on for like years and now I've started sending it out to places yeah, and then brilliant. just getting like no response yeah. because the, you know as a short I guess uh, you know because I, I do them as shorts so then there's like mm-hmm. recurring characters and then there's a kind of you know it is like something I would love to make as a TV series so I think it reads as like oh you're just sending in your pitch trailer for a TV show okay. which like It started off as a short, Uh then it became maybe I could use this to help pitch a TV show, but then running into the same problems that you're saying there, where it's Mm -hmm. like, can we change all these things which would make it what it isn't? But also like, you know, let's say you accept to make those changes, it was like like Mm -hmm. one of the things that was it was saying was like, Can you set like the entire thing in Northern Ireland? And I was like, Mm -hmm. who would I be to to say that I know anything about what's happening in temporary Northern Ireland? like so, so anyways you know, it, it's <laughs> it's it's a whole thing, you know yeah, um but, but what I mean is that like I was thinking about um kickstarters and stuff like that, but like i'm I think Niall was basically uh confronted me with like, well, like the reality is like you're just if you were a person to set up a Kickstarter, you're mm-hmm. just a guy yeah so who's going to see that and who's going to fund it and then on top of that like you know the the rewards thing this is something i knew independently is that you can spend a lot of time like there are some people who i think with mystery science theater Mm -hmm. which is like one of the most funded things on kickstarter as far as i know they had like they basically spent the guts of a year. making sure all the rewards were met wow. you know yeah because yeah, they had yeah. so fucking many so of them. many people yeah. so i guess comparatively like you know because they're a big studio because you're like I, I wouldn't say you're a big studio but like a relatively big studio how do you kind of reconcile because you know how much you probably should be getting paid to make a tv show but then there's like the cuts that you have to make in order to get a kickstarter mm-hmm. but then also you've got a wider scope to kind of Appeal to people because you've got like a social media platform, etc. Do you know what I mean? But I'm just wondering, I guess, what were the challenges in this Kickstarter then, or did you? Uh, w- w- I maybe you. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just asking too much. I, I am very interested to know.
1: Yeah, I think it is interesting because anything I would have funded on Kickstarter personally would have been kind of like independent comics, mm. and like the reward that you get is the comic. Yeah. Or you know, if it's a book, you get the book. So if one of the things we were sat down talking about was okay if people are funding to help make this series like the episodes are going to go out anyway what would be something nice yeah that they could get in return and actually someone that we are working really closely with and who designed the look of the show is this fantastic artist called will broom Mm -hmm. um and he's actually done like design work for like mark jacobs and their kids line of clothes and all that so because he's involved and he's on board we're gonna get a few drawings from him and Mm. you know prints and stuff like that so it's it it was just about being smart i think in what in what we because we we know that the show is is something that's going to be watchable regardless of if you help fund it or not Mm. so it's just on top of that kind of yeah how we could you know let people know that we're really (laughs) (laughs) grateful you know for their their what was the
0: length of time that the kickstarter took place over
1: um i think most kickstarters are like a month so a month. yeah ours was a month and then the whole thing with kickstarter is if you don't get funded you don't get the money you don't get anything yeah so i remember we were gearing up to head over to cartoon forum yeah and it was the clock was ticking down i think it was Mm. like a week left there was four days left you are just crossing your fingers you're like oh like you're powerless really you just have to hope that the interest is there and and luckily it was and you know it's funded now and it's just about moving on to to might be getting too
0: much into the nitty-gritty but what Uh, was like an average donation size let's say was it like made up of small donations i honestly don't know i I don't have that
1: information i think it was only the account that sets up the kickstarter that gets that information yeah for sure um all that we have was the number of people and i think it was like 87 Okay. And what was the figure? Was it? It's quite good. Um, just a little over ten grand. So it's pretty
0: reasonable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the whole thing is, um, with the show, it's gonna be a very small crew. I think very basic software, Mm. and we're just gonna try to do as many current event stories as we can. So what's the average length of an
0: episode you're anticipating with Um,
1: that? I think we were looking at the you know, an average YouTube video length for kids, which is like two, yeah, between two and three minutes. I mean (laughs) essentially
0: like, yeah, this is the thing that interested me. Different avenues for going after things. And also, uh, with broadcasters you were limited by um they're like, okay, so how many episodes by how many minutes? And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, but YouTube can be, you know, dependent on whatever the fuck you want to do. Do you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sounds like exactly Mm. the same place that we're coming from with this show is just like this is what's important yeah kind of and you don't have to fit into a cookie cutter yeah mold of any kind um and i think you're going to get really interesting content yeah just from doing that and kind of exploring that a bit more
0: i mean and that's the thing is like you know you can go down this road and i'm not to not belittling it um but like where you're like adapting other stuff Mm -hmm. but like and you know that's perfectly admirable and you can keep doing that but like every so it's really good to see a studio kind of take a gamble and just be like you know what we'll we'll you know we'll actually take a stand on this particular project and do something and then the benefits of that you know Mm -hmm. you could be like um, a trailblazer in other ways too so yeah Yeah. and I, i but um yeah, so I'd be interested to see how this pans out. I mean, what type of schedule are you looking at then? Like, when would we start seeing stuff for? Uh,
1: I I mean, again, I don't know if I'm the right yeah. person to be asking, um, but I think the tentative date was, you know, sometime in the new year, to mm. to have people on board and to have, um, a few stories at least just ready ready to go, and we you know we'd obviously would would test. Yeah, test how that goes and kind of judge from maybe the first few episodes like how we would approach the rest of them so I mean it's because we haven't done it before it's all quite new for us Mm. even um so it's really exciting just to see you know how it's how it's growing and expanding from just this one nugget of an idea like oh what if it was YouTube
0: I am definitely amped off it I am like can I am curious Mm -hmm. about Irish people's reception to um crowdsourcing stuff because mm-hmm. i remember a few years ago i like this is like in 2014 i wanted to set up like a patreon uh. and this person was like don't do it irish people do not understand the idea <laughs> of giving them a. and even now i'd argue they probably don't but there's another thing yeah. called which this this would work a lot better on irish people as far as i'm concerned <laughs> what's that one it's like buy me a coffee or something if you put it in like uh. You okay. know, yeah, yeah, they put yeah. it in this context of like, literally price of a cup of coffee. Just you could coffee. support me, do you know. So like, um yeah, I, I guess I'm wondering how Kickstarter would work without like a pre-existing infrastructure. Do you know what I mean? Which you probably have with 16 South. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, to pull off a Kickstarter in any capacity is already kind of is pretty difficult, but. That was a um, that was a goal I think could like you know really work mm-hmm. like ten mm-hmm. ten G's
1: yeah, um because we we did quite a lot of research before we went into it and just seeing the types of animations that got funded was quite interesting because mm. um there's one in particular that had been I think it had been a series on YouTube and they basically wanted to create like half hour episodes or something so they just wanted to do something more long form and then because they already had such a following on youtube exactly you know people were like oh of course like i want to see more of this Yeah, and so i think if you have a following of any kind it tends to be easier than just being one person that's exactly you know trying to do the same thing
0: yeah i mean that's the that's the danger of Mm. kickstarter something but like also the let's compare it like let's say there's like indiegogo or one of those type of things where it's like you get whatever people have given you do you know Mm -hmm, what I mean mm -hmm. but there's less pressure on people to give money to something if it's like okay well they've got like six grand there whatever do you know what I mean but if you have a goal and it's like if I don't get this goal then we're not getting anything then there is something you know but yeah I guess also the Resources and stuff that you need to kind of promote your Kickstarter and get people get it seen in front of people, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just helpful, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it is a real way to go, and especially for these kind of mid sized studios as well. And you know, there's I like I have my like complaints about like people kind of not doing not pursuing projects that that, that could that are for the benefit of people because mm-hmm. this is what the show feels like, as if like you know if you feel the need to go out there and make it regardless of studio, of broadcaster backing, mm-hmm. then that's got to say something as well. So, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how that yeah, goes. And I too. I I'd definitely like to talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to keep hassling <laughs> somebody in the studio to tell me about more about this Kickstarter yeah, thing. For sure. So we're creeping up on an hour. Oh, my days. And so I think we start winding down. So I guess good. one thing I wanted to ask you is like, how have you found living in Belfast?
1: I love it so much yeah like genuinely didn't know too much about it before he moved up um but yeah it is just there's just such a lovely group um living there at the moment like all my best friends from college Mm. all the girls the girlos we're all up there now and it's just i think it's a lot easier to settle into a place when there's already people you know yeah Um, there but yeah just the city is great it's really not that far from dublin um the studios are great the animation scene is quite cool um is there
0: like an independent animation scene up there in belfast like of
1: ish i don't think not in not in the way that there is here in dublin and it's something i've been thinking about actually Mm. a lot really recently um there are there are bits and pieces and every so often there's kind of like screenings and stuff but there's um there's nothing super consistent if Mm -hmm. that makes sense um i think the the consensus is like if you want to go to a, an animation festival like oh just go down to dublin or yeah you yeah. know th- stuff like that generally people travel and but there's not much of them. that
0: going the other way is the thing that i'm kind of mm-hmm. annoyed with because mm-hmm. there's some people message me from belfast I and like i i really want to try and get up there and do like a hack thing we're doing mm-hmm. um hacking and by the time this podcast comes up it might be over but the hacking curate in the offline film festival in burr will be hopefully um a test to (laughs) just see like is there is there a means by which we can just like drive up and screen films for people Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i'd love to try and do something like that that'd be interesting
1: i think people would be really on board because like there's um there's like a lot of fantastic animators and art students. And, and there's
0: animation colleges there as yeah. well. which Don't really get a look in. Exactly. In the so
1: there's there's no there's no place to even showcase the stuff that they do apart from their grad shows. Mm. As far as I know at the moment, um, so I think something yeah, Belfast is really missing is a dedicated, yeah, animation festival because, um, they they do screen animated films as part of the Belfast Film Festival, mm. but again that's just like a branch of something yeah, a lot bigger an and you get a little bit yeah. maybe forgotten about
0: i do feel um, like they always treat it like a feather in the cap of like a live action yeah, thing as like opposed to a yeah, separate entity yeah, onto yeah, itself. Yeah,
1: yeah. i'm surprised that there isn't to be honest because there's you know there's so many people and so many great studios Completely. and
0: there's just so many studios yeah, up there <laughs> for how small like, yeah. it
1: is the vicinity like i think we're all really close together yeah. as well um,
0: Actually another definitely. question would be How many in this Because you know you're living with uh, a bunch of people Up there who are in different studios yes. Or you know friends with yeah. Them. So I want to know <laughs> how is the mix up there Of like is it a lot of people From the south just working there um, Or is there Like a mix of like people from northern Ireland As well
1: Yeah there's a really big mix mm. um, Definitely in sixteen South there's probably the most People from like from here like from the southern end of the country yeah um because on claude i think myself and this other guy rob were the only ones i'm trying to run through that in my head yeah i think Mm so um whereas now there's like you know at least five or six even seven of us um and then like people come from all over we've quite a few coming from um the uk and then this yeah obviously people coming from much further afield you're already in the UC i know I, yeah. I as i'm saying that yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm, my head is still not no, connected it's so to so difficult
0: because like I, I think i was mainland talking, i was talking to somebody like you right. know and i was saying like uh, the south and you know yeah you know you go like southern ireland or they say the I south know, of it's ireland
1: the south. yeah i know yeah. i'm still not used to people saying that either like yeah are you a southerner it's like yeah like yeah like Dublin
0: right. um, <laughs> uh, okay cool yeah I think that what we usually wrap up with is uh, a little thing I like to call <laughs> a, a whistle while you work
1: oh my god do you
0: remember that no have you thought of the things the
1: um,
0: a song or a podcast or something or you're podcasts. listening to while you work
1: yes right uh, yeah okay I'll do I'll do one of each because that seems fair because I think I think most people tend to flip-flop between listening to podcasts and listening to music Mm. I would assume um because a lot of what I do now involves like reading as well I can't listen to podcasts as much as I used to yeah if that makes sense but when I do listen to podcasts I am down the rabbit hole with murder pods oh yeah all that jazz every single i know i don't want so predictable
0: i don't want to say this like because i'm not like <laughs> i don't want to be like this but like every mm. single woman who's mm-hmm. ever been on yeah. the, has just gone like yeah. murder pods
1: do you know i was reading a thing the other day that was saying a lot of it's to do with just like making yourself aware of all the bad things that could happen so mm-hmm. you can like almost protect yourself i guess you know like <laughs> arm yourself with the knowledge of like <laughs> this is what the bad people are like um so yeah i've been listening to a lot of crime junkie okay and this other one is called the murder squad jensen and holes the murder squad and they're both brilliant and pretty spooky so Mm. i don't listen to them if it gets dark and i'm walking home because some of the stories are genuinely scary um and then i'm trying to think music um i've also kind of fallen down the rabbit hole with a bit of k-pop
0: k-pop i yeah. know that's it's a big thing with animators now for whatever reason
1: yeah but i mean yeah it just it just kind of happened out of nowhere so i've been listening to this there's this these two girls i think they're called bulbalgan four okay. they're, they're really great and then i just listen to a bunch of like lo-fi hip-hop that's oh and um, what's that website um it's like a soft murmur or a quiet murmur i don't know it's amazing i think it's called a soft murmur and you can it basically has like rain noises and mm. thunder noises and you can dial up and dial down to make your own combination of Ooh, like white noise like and it's really really cool and they have like singing bowls yeah. or the sound of a cafe um and they're really really nice just to kind of have have something on that's not too distracting i think it's called a soft murmur gentle murmur i'll look it up we'll put it in the the show notes
0: here real quick so i don't forget (laughs) um yeah i'm looking up my stitcher to see if there's anything that i added recently existing user sign in (laughs) favorites playlist uh yeah no i i kind of stopped saying podcast because i Mm. realized that i was kind of drawn from the same because it was it was like I listened to this one podcast and then they recommend another and it just branched off from there. Yeah. And then I realized like I'm really quickly running out of podcasts. So there's kind of <laughs> no point in this, but um, yeah, no, I've run out of podcasts. I'm not going to bother. But with, as for music, mm. um, for some reason I've been going through like, I'm been partying, like it's 2006 Ooh. listening to Kanye West <laughs> for whatever reason. And it was very funny because I used to like, I used to be such a snob and i i i dated this girl who was liked kanye west and i was like (laughs) and now i'm like listening to it and i'm like obsessed (laughs) and i suddenly feel like it's really funny being so late to the party where like you're just going have you heard this and they're like yeah of course (laughs) i listened to that when i was fucking 15 you know um and he is completely crazy and i don't know if i can give him any more shout Mm -hmm. outs because he doesn't Mm -hmm. really deserve it anymore but um what what I was listening to, I was listening to some songs and I really, I listened to Monster off of, uh, I think it's called, I can't remember the name of the album, but there's like a verse in it by like Nicki Minaj. Oh, wow. And once again, Retro. never heard Nicki Minaj, Ugh. don't know anything about her. And I'm like listening to this and just, and I've been listening to this verse on repeat, just kind of going like <laughs> this, and I don't know what it is about the, the sound of it. It's just like really getting in my brain and, um but anyway then I was like thinking about it and um we again we're gonna be passed by the time we come up but um this podcast goes up but I was thinking about um Halloween themes music for (laughs) Hackoween happening (laughs) and that was what I was thinking I was like I could just play Monster on the loop man um (laughs) but then I found I was like the instrumentals are online and I was suddenly like that's actually pretty good for animation if you get Kanye West instrumentals because his like beats are very good and uh Backer there's geeks. no like lyrics Ooh. distracting you, do you know what yeah. I mean? And you can pretend you're in a movie, nice. you know, oh, making shit. The
1: best. So
0: yeah, I probably okay. like um I probably this is so embarrassing. <laughs> playing out this, the the show to Monster by Kanye West. Yeah. Um but like and also oh that's my alarm that's an error. Um I don't know if it's illegal to do that. Please don't uh make any claims against <laughs> the thing. Maybe if I fade it out at the end, I'm not sure. Maybe if I just play Nicki Minaj's verse, just then that'll be like it. intersplice know. it. Yeah. So uh, where can people find you online?
1: Um, I'm not really online too much. I think Instagram's probably the mm. one place. And I'm at katie underscore lions. Okay. As opposed to my actual name, because that's taken. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Well really. You
0: can find us on at we are hack inc on twitter at hack inc on soundcloud really need to get consistency (laughs) with that but i'm really anxious that if i change the handle that it'll affect the links that i posted so far which is a real pain (laughs) in the hole but anyway um also you can reach us at info at wearehackinc.com our website is wearehackinc.com um our film clubs are are gonna be a bi-monthly thing so keep an eye on that They're very different to the uh, festival, which is like a once-off spectacular that has like Mm submissions-based content um, as opposed to sourced films that are kind of like, you know, an intro to people that might not (laughs) have seen them, but also um, a community thing and a smaller... We we won't be able to house as many people. Okay, so um, yeah, that's it. Do I have anything else to say?
1: No. W- words of wisdom.
0: Here's die. Monster. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> gossip
0: gossip,
2: nigga, just stop it. Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. Profit, profit, nigga, I get it. Everybody know i am a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hand. Up in a monster, automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a tanker, cholera, willy wonka You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brain. Then I'm gonna start rocking gold teeth and fame, cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. He dress her from his.